Well, the sun is shining, the birds are singing. It's a day from real and welcome to our first podcast of 2021. If you're new to the podcast here on the Property Pulse, we share with you the first principles of real estate that you can apply regardless of where you may be anywhere around the world. I'm a real estate agent of over 20 years experience, having sold over a thousand properties. And in this podcast, I aim to give you helpful hints and tips that I hope will help you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey. So a lot of people have been asking what's in store for 2021. And I'd be uh, suggesting to most people that it's, especially in the early part of this year, it'll be more of the same. So what is more of the same and why? Well, in most marketplaces around the world, we're seeing a contraction in transactional activity. And I guess that's quite natural given the circumstances. Most people are living their life in a bit of a holding pattern at this juncture. Uh, most people aren't brave enough to make a move, even if they are on firm financial footings. Uh, and those people that are coming to market are enjoying an enormous amount of interest in their property, especially in the early days of coming to market due to the sheer lack of availability. And in my marketplace, uh, just over uh, the last few days, we've heard reports that nearly 40% uh, of less homes uh, on the market now as compared to this time last year. And when we compare last year to the year before, uh, there was a lot less then as well. So we're trading at record low transactional activity, although that has been a persistent trend over the last few years in my marketplace. Uh, so um, scarcity of supply seems to be the main feature of the COVID economy. First it was toilet paper, then meat and essentials, cars and now real estate have all seen price surges over the last 12 months. Although toilet paper and meat prices have settled down as supply has been restored, there is no doubt that cars and houses have continued to surge in prices. Some estimations are that secondhand vehicle prices have strengthened by over 10% in the last quarter alone, as the federal government incentives for business lead to a huge increase in demand. In property, we are finding low interest rates are driving buyer activity, but against a backdrop of nearly 40% less homes on the market, that competitive activity is predicted to lead to double-digit capital growth. Interestingly, only at the start of the pandemic, the experts and the economists were predicting a collapse of property values of over 30%. Even uh, at the end of the last quarter, a double-digit softening was projected by the chief economists at several of the major big banks here in Australia for 2021. Yes, economists continue to prove that they're only experts in telling people why their predictions were wrong. So is the market really the best-selling market ever? And will it last? Well, lack of supply rather than overwhelming demand is what is accelerating capital growth right now. If we had normal stock levels, then we would find the abundance of buyers at every new release would be spread amongst more offerings, greatly reducing buyer competition. The reality is that buyer activity is about normal. Uh, investor activity has certainly waned, but first home buyers have more than filled that void. In fact, the pool of buyers is surprisingly shallow, and it's only a lack of stock creating the illusion of high demand. So why is stock tight? Well, when in doubt, don't is a mantra I'm fond of recalling, and it sums up seller sentiment right now. In uncertain times, home sellers are happy to stay put, consolidate their financial situation, and not make unnecessary risks. Also, those who have 
homes often need to sell to buy. And given how difficult it is to secure a home in this very competitive environment, it's easy to see why many looking to trade up are just sitting it out for now. The predicted tsunami wave of mortgagee sales has not transpired as lenders are working very closely with borrowers in hardship to relieve them of the need to sell. As I've suggested before, we are no longer living in a free market. The Keynesians are well and truly at the helm of economic policy. And what this means is that between the government and the banks, they are manipulating our housing market to stabilise values to guarantee liquidity. If all of those people who are in hardship were required to sell, we would have a clearer idea as to where the market actually sits. But of course, that's not going to happen. The lenders have no interest in this because as property values rise, they have more money to lend to more people. If values fall away, then this impacts the bank's capacity to confidently lend. Now is a great time to refinance though. Indeed, now is a great time to position yourself for the future. Now is not a great time to buy unless you really have to, but it is a great time to sell if you're cashing out of the market altogether. So my prediction for 2021, more of the same. Uh, we are trading at record low transactional activity and have been for almost three years now. And this trend, I believe, will continue to place upward pressure on pricing. Rolling shutdowns, no international travel and periods of increased restrictions will continue even when a vaccine is eventually rolled out. My feeling is that these mandates will be matched with increased stimulus measures, but that these will be less effective as, and, and less substantial as time goes by. The market has been surging one way for most of the last decade, and for the foreseeable future, buyers should not be waiting a few months to see if property values drop. In my opinion, this is extremely unlikely. The consensus amongst most in the industry that I speak to suggests that values will continue to climb over the next six to 12 months, but not because there are that many more uh, properties for sale, but because there will be enough property come to market to replace that which does sell. So there you have it. The market is not likely to change in sentiment. We are going to see continued high demand over the months to come. Uh, that uh, demand is really uh, not being exposed uh, for what it is. And, and what it is, it's, a, it's a, a lot of people fighting over not a lot of stock. If we also had normal stock levels at the moment, I think you'd find things normalize very, very quickly. Now, the thing with the real estate market to keep in mind is that things do change quite rapidly and real estate agents um, really project to you what's been going on in the last two or three weeks. And the statistics that are released on in the media are normally a reflection as to what's happened over the last quarter or so. But the on the ground experience is that uh, the market, the taps can turn off very, very quickly. And it only takes a couple of weekends, usually a month of quiet open inspection numbers uh, for agents to start to panic. And by that, I mean, uh, they'll start suggesting to vendors that the market is shifting. And that type of sentiment can, uh, of course, have an impact on values. Now, I don't see any of those red flags out there right now to suggest that agents are likely to change their mantra to home sellers, which has been very, very much of the, uh, of the view that 
home sellers should be capitalizing if they're cashing out of the market, taking advantage of the best selling conditions we've ever seen and uh, making the absolute most uh, of this uh, extremely competitive uh, situation we find ourselves in right now. Of course, for those people that are trading up or buying sideways or even uh, moving down. Um, there are huge difficulties and hurdles to manage, especially when it comes down to uh, continuity of move. Making a seamless move now is harder than ever before. So we are working very closely with our clients to suggest to them to maybe look at a two-stage strategy, maybe look to sell, take advantage of the market as it is, and then wait it out a little bit, stay with family, rent short on the short-term basis until such time as the right thing does come up. Now, there are additional hurdles there because finding a rental property is almost as difficult as finding a home to buy at the moment, such as the high level of competition uh, that potential renters are, are experiencing right now. So this is a time uh, for people to really consider whether or not now is the time they need to make a move. And if it's not, maybe just wait it out. If you're already in a property, the chances are that property is going to be worth more in six to 12 months than what it is right now. So you're just creating equity for the length of time that you're there. Um, for those people that are uh, looking to cash out entirely, um, well, look, there really hasn't been a better time to do that. And although you might have a little bit more gas in the tank as time goes by, uh, you really don't want to be one of those people caught out when the market changes. And like I say, the taps can turn off very quickly. So when in uncertain times, deal with the most certain information that you have. Make educated, informed decisions based on the very best information that's provided. And I hope that today's podcast sheds some light and informs you better so that you can make those great decisions. I'm Dave from Real, and I'll look forward to bringing you more next time. If you're looking for even more helpful hints and tips that are going to help you on your property journey, then please head over to davestockbridge.com.au where you'll find over 150 podcasts, over 300 blogs, and a tremendous resource of information that's designed just for you. 